0: today we're talking about these unfounded, unsupported negative thoughts that are not grounded in absolute truth. They force us to play small or fear their wrath. And I say to hell with it. You're in charge of your brain. You're in charge of your responses. You are not at the mercy of them. Now that you know it's actually a choice, it's time to crush your ants. Welcome to Pivot Me where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results Today we're going to talk about smashing those negative thoughts and rewiring some new ones that serve you. Let's dig into this. So how are you doing today? It's good to chat with you again. Thanks for listening today and I promise to bring some exceptional value while we're talking. So let's cover the state of affairs. Where are we at today? So wife is awesome. I'm back on my mountain bike and grateful for every mile I log in, even when my lungs are screaming, but you haven't done cardio in so long. We are getting it back every day. So business is awesome. My team and I are working with some amazing people to revamp and relaunch our Pivot Me YouTube channel, which is going to be amazing. It's going to be mind blowing. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's, let me get a little behind the scenes of some of the Pivot Me branding journey. So I kind of got caught in a little bit of this sort of resistance to YouTube. So my amazing brand strategist, Jay, told me I should be on YouTube. A PR firm in the UK said, you need to be on YouTube. Several of my guests made a play for it as well, and yet I resisted making it a priority. I'm gonna share this with you. So why did I resist that? Well, I didn't take it all that seriously. In my mind, I pictured, I don't know, like the gamers my nephew watched on YouTube playing Minecraft, like that's what I had in my mind. For me, I'm a book nerd. I love reading. I love audiobooks. I did not spend that much time on YouTube. So I did not see it as like a real platform to affect massive change. And I was totally wrong. And I like to share this with you because just because I wasn't using it daily did not mean that you weren't using it daily. I found there were many pivoters looking for it there and I wasn't delivering it there. I was overlooking an amazing opportunity because it was something I wasn't familiar with. And I share this story because none of us have all the answers. None of us sees our business nor our lives perfectly clear. We cannot read the label when we are inside the bottle. As my good friend Matt says, we should have done this YouTube project years ago. Now he's crying over spilt milk now, but it is a good reminder to stop for a moment, evaluate the opportunities that lie in front of us, and then make a decision instead of simply dismissing the opportunity. So yeah, now I'm actually on YouTube daily. I freaking love the motivational videos. I love it as a platform. I'm glad I am a frequent user now. And I found a deep love for grainy black and white videos of people working out with voiceovers so good they get to me every time so lots of new developments in the youtube space we'll share them once we release them but let's get to our topic for today today we're talking about smashing those negative thoughts and rewiring your brain for some new ones first why does this even matter Because negative thoughts keep us small. They keep us frustrated. They keep us angry. They sour relationships with others and with ourselves. They rob us of the joy in a moment. And many people will just think, hey, this is just how I am. This is how my brain works. BS. You can change how your brain works and I'll show you how. Let's dive in. You've heard me on this podcast say many times, choose your mantras or they will choose you. Because you either select your internal monologues, the soundtrack to your day, or your brain will select it for you. And will our brain select the good ones? Will our brain pick the songs we really want to listen to? No. Your brain is designed to protect you, help you stay alive, which means it points out all the possible downfalls, threats. It trips you up over and over again. It's nice. It helps you avoid potholes, but it can create a lot of problems for us. Do we lead a kick-ass, meaningful life by letting our brains select the soundtrack? No. And here's what we're going to do about it. We're going to start by discussing our ants. Automatic negative thoughts. So where did this idea come from? Well, Daniel Amen, MD is a psychiatrist and best-selling author who's been called the most popular psychiatrist in America, though he did not originally come up with the term ants that was created, rather, sometime before then in his best-selling book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Body. In the book, he discusses the power of these automatic negative thoughts. They can be thoughts about ourselves, like, I'm not good with people, I can't do anything right, or they can be thoughts about other people, like, people can't be trusted, or people are incompetent, people are all just idiots. These are the things we say in our brain. We may not say them aloud, but it makes it no less powerful a force in our lives. And this is a crappy soundtrack to your day. Your brain has wired this stimulus response in so that when someone leaves the room after you enter, you think, hmm, they don't like me. Or maybe I'm not likable. And you may not even realize you've made this connection to someone leaving the room shortly after you entered. And how disempowering is this? But here's where the power does lie. Here's where you can take back that control. You can kill these ants. You can crush them under your boot and better yet, you can replace them with better thoughts, badass thoughts. In fact, in Dr. Amen's book, one of the most powerful pieces is when he contends that learning how to kill ants, these automatic negative thoughts, can be as effective as an antidepressant medication to treat anxiety and depression. Take a moment and appreciate that statement. I mean, if that isn't a showstopper, I don't know what is. And so today, I'm gonna share seven very practical steps to do just that, to crush your ants. But first, before we go tinkering with the wiring of your brain, let's get some perspective on what ants can be. So here's a few categories and examples of them. So one category is black and white thinking. That's using words like always, never, every. For example, I always screw up my proposals. I never close the big deals. I always struggle with technology. Or in relationships, it could be like, she never listens to me or you always do this. Some people call these absolutes. He refers to them as black and white thinking. Another category of ants is focusing on the negative. Simply the ant involves overlooking all the good that has happened and simply focusing on the negative. You make it on your standby flight, good, but it takes off 10 minutes later and that's where your focus goes. A third category, fortune telling, predicting that the worst possible outcome is inevitable. Well, whenever I try to take time off work, something always blows up in the office. This is fortune telling and it is no good for us. There is also mind reading, predicting what someone else is thinking, and also believing that it is not good. Example, that person left the table when I arrived because they don't like me. These are cognitive distortions. We have this slant reality, and we have it to support a negative narrative. These are mind tricks your brain is playing on you to convince you of something that's not always real. Furthermore, there's a lot of evidence to support that 90% of our thoughts are the same ones again and again. So you're likely having the same thoughts this week that you had last year. And if you do or think something enough, you can create neural pathways in your brain, like a rut that goes back and forth between two connection points. So when the stimulus happens, for example, someone leaves the table when I sit down, I connect that I'm unwelcomed or unlovable or unlikable. I have created a connection that doesn't need to exist. It's how habits are formed too. But we are giving that power to the dark forces instead. More on neuroplasticity here shortly. But... I don't know about you. I don't want to have the same thoughts next year that I'm having today. I want to trade my thoughts in for bigger thoughts, more creative thoughts, more robust thoughts. The idea that I'm going to be thinking the same thing today that I'm thinking next year and that's the same as that I thought last year, man, that just doesn't sit right. I should have more control than that. And I do. I just got to know how to use it. And that's what we're talking about. So let's go back to our mind reading ant example. What if when someone is looking at us for a long time, like you're you're at the mall and someone's like side-eyeing you and looking at you, instead of going, so instead of thinking something negative about them, like, oh, they, they're judging me or they don't like my appearance, what if we used our our mind reading for the good? Like man, I saw her looking at me. She probably likes my new kicks. Like imagine if we reframed it as a possible positive instead of she's judging me. She doesn't like me. She doesn't like my outfit. She doesn't like the way I look. A lot of times those negative thoughts that the negative narrative that we build is really around something that we're insecure about, not necessarily something that other person is thinking. Let's move on to another category. Labeling eliminate negative labels things like lazy stupid slow loser eliminate those all together from your vocabulary do not label others and do not label yourself label suck don't do it only 3% of speakers podcasters and authors make enough money to do it as a full-time career 3% man that's bad I came from the big business world, and if I wanted to scale my speaking career and release courses, I knew I needed more than just case studies and metrics. I actually needed a personal brand. Brand Builders Group is a personal brand strategy firm for thought leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs, and they work with some of the biggest names. They help clarify your message, expand reach, and increase revenue while monetizing your personal brand. I still do their monthly consulting package, but I've also done their workshops, webinars. They're all great. Don't be part of the 97% who can't afford to do the work they love full-time. Connect with the same team I hired to help me. Check them out at pivot-me.com backslash partners and get on their schedule for a free call. So these were just some of the examples of ants. As I read them, I hope you found a few of your own ants hiding out in there. Maybe you've stumbled upon some different ones as I gave some examples. You've got them. If you don't know them already, spend some time and think about them. We all have these negative thoughts. Even if you've done the work, you've done personal development, you went to the conferences, you read the books, you might have less, but you still got them. The truth is the study of oneself is a constant pursuit. We never graduate from this work. We do get better, but we are never quite complete with life's homework assignment. So enough with education. We've educated enough. Let's get into the execution of this podcast. I'm gonna give you these seven steps to smash your ants. These steps are a combination of questions and thoughts. Now I want, be great if you're sitting down in front of a journal, maybe you're driving, maybe you're in the shower, that's cool. But if you can't, and write these babies down. Don't forget, we do have full show notes with timestamps. Our gal, Tess, our writer, is amazing at capturing all of these awesome points and timestamping them. So you can go back and look at the timestamps afterwards if you need to. But now I want to give you the best and quickest way to crush your ants. So I'm going to give you this sort of amalgamation of the techniques in Dr. Amon's work, but a combination of his work, my work, and a few others. So, Let's get to it. Step one, and probably the most obvious, is recognize the thought. The first step is to actually pay attention to the thought's we're thinking. Think about what you're thinking about. What is this thought I have? For one of my clients, Paul, it was when I speak in public, I'm awkward and people don't want to listen. First, you had to recognize the thought and put words to it. And at first, this might be hard to say out loud. Often it feels silly, at least it did for Paul. Or because we believe that speaking it out loud somehow makes it real, we can push back about saying it, like calling a thing a thing, like saying the name of the thought. We're like, oh man, if I say it out loud, it's it's real. But naming a problem is the beginning of solving a problem. So drag that ant into the light so you can get a good look at it. Step number two, asking the most obvious question Is this thought really true? Push on that thought, challenge it, and see how true it really is. Step number three, is it 100% always true? To use Paul's example, is it true that 100% of the time when he's speaking in public that he's awkward? No, of course it's not. What is possible is that Paul once spoke in public, maybe he was awkward, or maybe somebody suggested to him something like that. And then he's been nursing that narrative ever since. He's been giving life support to that narrative, dragging it along everywhere he goes to every social situation. And if Paul convinces himself he's awkward every time, is he more likely to fulfill that prophecy? Sure is. You don't just say, oh, I hope I'm not awkward again and then not be awkward. Like you're going to be awkward if that's what you say. So the truth is we do screw things up at times. We ain't perfect, but we drag these narratives, these negative narratives around with us like baggage and then we watch for situations to prove we are right about our narratives about these automatic negative thoughts. And see how she looked at me when I started speaking? She doesn't wanna hear what I have to say. Or, man, Steve left the table as soon as I sat down. He doesn't respect me, doesn't care what I've got to say. See how we're doing these things to ourselves? No one needs to upset us. We will upset ourselves. All right, I harped on this idea and along. Let's Let's move along. Step number four. Now we get to the touchy-feely part. So hang in there, you're gonna be all right. Number four is... How do you feel when you have this thought? How do you think Paul felt when he thought this? Disempowered, small, insignificant, out of place? Man, these are some gut wrenching emotions and they are completely unnecessary. Step number five What has having this thought cost you? Lost opportunity? lost potential, lost revenue, maybe lost relationships. If Paul believes he doesn't handle himself well in social situations, does he get to enjoy them? Does he miss out on them? Does he miss out on important sales meetings? Did he miss out on his own Christmas party? Yes, and you see, it's not just Paul. I've seen the cost. There's so much cost for so many people because of these aunts. The aunt could be, I'm an introvert, so I didn't take this amazing speaking opportunity at a conference that was focused on my expertise. I've even heard from one person, well, I didn't think anyone would be interested in a chubby divorced father. So I never asked anyone out for 10 years. This, my friend, is a lost opportunity. Now, why am I poking this bruise? Like, why am I pointing out how crappy this thought makes you feel, how much you've missed out on because of this ant? It's because I want you to get leverage on yourself. We need leverage to change. And by poking on the bruise, that's your leverage. I need it to hurt so that you actually rewire your brain. So I'm not just gonna pick on Paul here. I'm gonna share one of my ants that comes up every week for me. So here is the line that goes through my head all of the time. And then I'm gonna give some context to it. The line is if I do that, I might get hurt. Now, here's the context. If you were to tell me 10 years ago that this would be an ant for me, I would have laughed in your face. I did not care if I got hurt. I did these constant adventures and rock climbing and mountain biking and martial arts. I never missed an opportunity to go to the mat, no matter the size of my opponent traveling all over the world, a couple of military coups. I had cholera once, the full rabies series. I mean, and that was just in my 20s. Fear of getting hurt, not at all. Like it was just not on my radar. But then I started having joint problems and everything changed for me. When I got injured, I didn't bounce back the same way. It took a long time and there were, oh, so many complications. I was the one percenter in all the wrong ways. And I, and I started to get afraid of getting hurt again, of these slow recoveries, which is a problem as I still have this very adventurous spirit. And I still wanna do all those things. So like you can see how parts of my identity, parts of who I am were in direct contrast by being worried about getting hurt. So now when I'm faced with snowshoeing in the backcountry last winter, when I'm faced with mountain biking in the Sierras over fall, hell, when I think about standing up on my paddleboard the first thought that comes to mind is what if I get hurt again oh man I got that stuff hardwired in now but wiring even hardwiring, can be changed because did this ant serve me did it prevent me from getting hurt again no this spring I broke my ankle while in a parking lot at Dutch Brothers so this automatic negative thought was not protecting me but it was costing me all right so back to the steps Step six. It's time to get perspective. Thoughts are just that. Thoughts. We have thousands of thoughts every day and most of them cannot be trusted. Our brain is there to protect us, not always to empower us. It doesn't usually make us the best version of ourselves. It makes us the most cautious version of ourselves. Just because you think it does not mean it is true. Get perspective on whether this thing is true and the power it has been given over your life. Step number seven. There's a provocative question. What if I never had this thought again? Imagine a world where you never thought this thing again, this automatic negative thought. You didn't have this particular negative thought that you've been dragging around like your luggage behind you, that you were awkward, that people don't wanna talk to you, that you weren't good with people, that you were unattractive, that you're a terrible speaker, whatever it is. What would it be like if you never had that thought again? Here's what I've heard from some of my clients. Freeing, powerful, kinetic, alive, awake. Who doesn't want more of that in their lives? So if you are to fully crush these ants, then you need to replace them. So we've identified them. We've, we've done some exercises to really like poke the bruise, get some clarity, pressure test them. But now we've got to replace them with a better thought because the stimulus will still be there. You must change your response to it. So for Paul... We rewired the idea that he was socially awkward and we replaced it with, I add, this is really good, I add value to every conversation I enter. Now, I want you to take a second and imagine that shift for him. Imagine his daily life and how many times that rewiring served him. Now, this process wasn't overnight and it did at first involve him popping into the bathroom first at any big event. and practicing this new statement over and over again. But the more he did it, the more it became wired into his brain. A new neural pathway is created. That's the beauty of the brain. We can rewire it if we choose to. It is a choice. And then we do the work to support it. The developments around neuroplasticity are amazing and show us how we can dramatically change our experience of life, our habits, our happiness just by doing this type of work. And Paul was doing the work. He started, he started stacking up evidence to support his new belief that he, you did add value to every conversation. When he said something and, and Sarah made a note of it, he took it as evidence. When Tim moved his chair closer to hear him better, more evidence. He was building a case against his negative thoughts. Look, I'm not talking about BSing yourself. Let's just be clear. You gotta be real. If you need to do some work in a particular area of your life, you better do the work. You're not just going to sit there and convince yourself you smell of roses when you don't. Okay, so we're not talking about that. Today, we're talking about these unfounded, unsupported negative thoughts that are not grounded in absolute truth. They force us to play small or fear their wrath. And I say, to hell with it. You're in charge of your brain. You are in charge of your responses. You are not at the mercy of them. Now that you know it's actually a choice, it's time to crush your ants. In closing today, we discussed negative thoughts that are creeping through our brain. They are not us. They are just thoughts. We cannot always trust them. And we talked about how to smash them, crush them under your boot. You and I covered seven steps on how to identify them, call BS on them, and more importantly, replace them with something better. Is it work? Yeah, it's work, but you're worth it. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.